The Verdict Podcast will begin shortly. 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 What's up, niggas and niggas? And white people, and yellow people, and green people, and all people around the world. It is your favorite funny girl comedian, Judge Miles. And you already know that when the judge is out, the verdict is in. That's right. Your favorite funny girl has her very own podcast. This means that everything is done by a black woman. I'm talking about graphics, content, engineering, everything is done by a black woman. And I'm so happy to have you guys on episode number seven of the Verdict Podcast in 2024. Today, we're talking about a lot of shit, okay? We're talking about the top funniest comics in the game here in Detroit, as well as in the world. We're talking about hate and drama in the comedy world, fraudulent tax preparers and their schemes, celebrity gossip, and so much more. You are in for a treat because I am not holding back tonight. I'm in good spirits and I'm feeling ready to talk about some things. And I need you. You already know you're my jurors. I need you guys to call in immediately. And the way that you're going to be able to call in is by pinning that number down. 313-753-2696. Make sure you pin that number down. 313-753-2696. And let me tell you this. It takes nothing to share this content. If you're interested in my content, please make sure to hit up that cash app. And if you need to know where to follow me on all social media platforms, you're going to follow me right here. Comedian Judge Miles, I'm everywhere. Make sure to subscribe. And before we get into some things, we got to go right into that PSA. Quit playing with me. The Verdict Podcast is for mature audience only, mature adults. This is not for children. If you are an individual who cannot see other people's perspectives, you get your panties in a bunch very easily, you are easily offended, then this is not the podcast for you. Going on over there to Club Shay Shay, Candy Coated Nights, the Drink Chaps, go anywhere but here. This podcast is full of profanity, real, raw, and raunchy comedy, as well as content. And we will not be bullied by any group. However, we do not condone any acts of violence, nor do we condone homophobia. All views are welcome. All verdicts are welcome. And anything that has to do with the judge that I say on this show is not related to or associated with any businesses or organizations or networks that I have outside of this show. I stand alone and alone only. Everything on this show is alleged and it is done in a comedic light. So you won't be able to sue me, okay? Order in the court. When you hear this sound right here, 
you know that court is in session, okay? And court is now in session. I need you guys to rise for the honorable judge, comedian judge Miles, okay? Court is in session. And it is time to talk about some things. Today, we are sponsored by none other than Alpha K Brand. Alpha K Brand is redefining masculinity, empowering uh, the, the youth and empowering men to become true leaders within their society and within their homes and within their relationships. This brand right here is not just clothing apparel, but there's also books. It's all encompassing. Uh, this is a great brand for you to invest in. Please make sure to look them up on social media, IG under Alpha K Brand, as well as I, um, Facebook under Alpha K Brand. Now that we didn't got that out of the way, it is time to go into celebrity gossip. It is our first segment of The Verdict. Today in Celebrity Gossip, we're talking about none other than Miss Megan the Stallion. First of all, let's give it up for Megan the Stallion. Clap it up for Megan the Stallion if you don't know. Megan has had a very tumultuous two years. Uh, she was shot in the foot, allegedly. Uh, she was trying to get out of her deal, 1501. She had many breakups, many public embarrassments. She's beefing with Nicki Minaj and so many other people. Her business has been put out into society. And guess what? She's still thriving. She's still number one with her music. She's still winning awards, accolades, acknowledgement, so on and so forth. But today we're talking about her because... She's been known to be a hot girl. And I'm not talking about the temperature. I'm talking about that pussy is hot, okay? Word on the street is Miss Megan Thee Stallion and gave it up to a lot of entertainers. A lot of people can say that they hit that pussy. And that's not good for Miss Megan Thee Stallion. She's a young girl. She's a very pretty girl. But one thing about it and two things for sure, if you gonna hoe, hoe on the low, you should never be hoeing out in public. It's just not ladylike. Okay, and now that we know Miss Megan Thee Stallion is a hoe per the streets, this is what's happening. Megan Thee Stallion reveals she will be stingy when it comes to sex as the rapper is turning over a new leaf in the dating life. She say, I'm not a freak no more. She not a freak no more. Now, this is the part that trips out a lot of men. Men are very aggravated and irritated and agitated with women like this because you get your pussy to the world. Every time Dick and Harry that had Megan Thee Stallion pussy allegedly in the entertainment business. And now all of a sudden she wants to be celibate. She doesn't want to be a freak no more. So now the next man that comes up, he has to wait for pussy that has been given out and dispersed to the world already. Is that fair? Is it fair for women who are known hoes to then try to withhold their pussy from a new person is it fair i need you guys to call on in 313-753-2696 do you see any value in this do you see any value in women who have openly given away their pussies okay but now all of a sudden they want to turn over a new leaf is it fair is it fair to men okay or should you just continue to be who you are which is a hoe order in a court i need to know y'all verdict me personally i feel like there is room for redemption. However, you're going to get men who are not going to be down with this. You're going to get men that do this. I'm not about to wait on some pussy that you gave to the world. Why do I got to wait? Why you want to change it up now? She may be turning up her new leaf because that pussy 
has been given to so many people that she wants to now kind of keep it to herself. She probably got more bodies than a cemetery. And in those cases, a lot of times women do need to close their legs. They do need to pump their brakes. It's a lot of women out here like that who have bodies, okay? And they want to turn over a new leaf. I'm going to tell you something. I had a friend back in, in, in high school and college. In high school, she was a hoe, okay? Everybody knew she was a hoe. People wanted to fight her because she was a hoe. She was fucking people. Men, uh, p- girls didn't like her because she was a hoe, simply because they heard she fucked a lot of people. And when we got to college, she changed her attitude. She completely rebranded herself, okay? In college, she figured, hey, these people don't know me. I don't want that same type of stigma, and so I'm going to change it up. And so she did a 180, not a 360, because a 360 is a full circle. That means she would have returned back to a whore, and that's not what she did. She did a 180, and she completely changed who she was. Those people up there didn't know she was a hoe. She changed her attitude. She changed her tone. She changed the way she thought. Now, to me, being her roommate, I was like, this bitch is fake as fuck. Okay, because I know what kind of bitch you is. All of a sudden, you want to act like you high class and sadiddy when I know you've been giving out that pussy for centuries, right? But I supported her on her journey. And I'm happy that she did change her life because if she wouldn't have changed her life, she would not be in the situation she's in right now. You know, she was able to focus. She was able to have get get a husband. She was able to have a family. She was able to build. And now the past of her being a hoe, it's still there up in the air. People still, but it really doesn't matter because she has achieved what she wanted to achieve. And so in that situation, I do understand why women choose to turn over a new leaf after being a hoe for decades. I do understand it because once you get a certain age, you do want to change your ways. You know what I mean? If you're growing and you're and you're and you're maturing and you're learning in life, it is imperative that you change your ways. So I do get it, but from a man's perspective, I do think it's a bit selfish and a bit backwards. Okay, uh, move with caution. That's what I would say. That is my verdict for today. I need you guys to call on in. My jurors, call on in. If you want to talk about this, do you think that it's fair for a woman who is a known hoe to get with you and then decide she wants to turn over a new leaf and be stingy with that pussy? I need y'all to call on in. 313-753-2696. Come talk to the judge. Come talk to the judge. I need to know your verdict. Make sure you guys are sharing. I'm so happy to be here with you guys. But while you take time to deliberate and tell me your verdict, I'm going to move on to the next segment. The next segment of the day is called situationships. These type of situations include relationships, friendships, any type of ship where you're in in encounter with another human being. And so under situationship number one of today, attention or admiration, which one is it? Would you be upset? If you had a woman who had a nice body and she chose to take pictures of herself, maybe workout pictures or just admiring herself, do you think that this is what society calls a thirst trap? Is it appropriate? Is it inappropriate? What would you do if your woman posted what others considered to be seductive or sexy pictures on social media? Well, some of you guys may be asking, where are you getting these topics from? I'm glad you asked. This topic comes specifically from this post right here. This is a beautiful young lady, very nice shape. This is a social media post. And on this post, 
you have a comment that says crazy how y'all be married you can tell that the lady is married she has a ring and still needing attention from social media to show off what should be only for yourself and your husband now biblically this person is correct biblically women we are not supposed to be showing off our body parts. We are not supposed to be showing our hair. We are not supposed to be showing our curves. We're supposed to dress modestly. We're supposed to dress humbly. We're supposed to dress like a woman, okay? And being seductive and sexual and showing off too much is in the eye of, of the most high. It's not, it's not pleasing, right? And so biblically, these people are right. However, what irritates me the most is everybody thinks that when you post on Facebook, it's a thirst trap, that you're looking for attention, that you're seeking attention. Anybody who on Facebook wants some type of attention, whether it's for their business or for themselves, right? But it depends on what kind of attention you're looking for. You're looking for negative attention? You're looking for positive attention? Me personally, I have plenty. Now, I don't really turn around and show my butt like this, but I do have plenty pictures where I am what some other people may be considering showing off my body right I'm fully clothed but after I work out I like to show off my prog progression and I don't see anything wrong with that I like to show off my progression when I'm not working out if I'm looking good in the outfit and I didn't worked out all week all month all year to lose some weight yes I'm gonna show off myself I'm going to show myself off. That does not mean that I'm thirsty. That does not mean that I'm looking for validation from you. That does not mean any of those things. And sometimes it really aggravates me that that society always places these type of stigmas on women who have nice bodies. Because the bitches who booties is flat, ain't got no hips, ain't got no titties. When they post these same type of pictures, these same type of ways, nobody don't got nothing to say. But when somebody with a shape does these things, then all of a sudden it's Armageddon. It's World War II. It's a thirsty bitch mess, right? And it aggravates me. I want to know what is your verdict? Do you believe that a woman like this who is married should not be posting this? Is this raunchy? Is this too much? Is this seductive? Is this inappropriate if you are married? What also aggravates me about society is a lot of times they think because you marry, you die. Just because you married don't mean that you got to lose your sexy. Just because you married don't mean that you can't live life. I understand doing things respectably, but, but to be honest, to me, this young lady is not guilty of anything but having a nice shape. To me, okay? She's fully clothed. And I like the dress. And if she want to show off her curves, what's the problem? Call on in, y'all. Call on in. Tell me, am I right? Am I wrong? Do you agree with the comment? The comment says that it's crazy how women who are married still be needing attention and they showing off things that should only be shown to their husbands. That was the comment. And I want to know, what do you guys think? I'm looking down here in the comment section. I'm not seeing much of anything. Talk to me. I talk to you back. If you are afraid to talk to me, make sure you guys Put the verdict in the comment section, whether you're on YouTube or you're live on Facebook. Let me know what your verdict is. Call on in. Fellas, would you be upset if you if your wife had this picture up? Is this a deal breaker? Is this something that you're going to come in fussing about? Or are you like, what's the big deal? What is the big fucking deal right here? I need y'all to call on in and let me know. Is it a problem? Is this a problem? Okay.
They say crazy how y'all be married and still needing attention from social media. And I understand what they mean. It's a lot of women on here that, that do crave attention, you know, that do need attention, that are looking specifically for attention from men, okay? But is this always the case? Do y'all believe that this is always the case when a woman is showing off a picture where she, her, you know, she looks good? Is this always the case? Or is y'all fucking reaching? I need to know what y'all think, okay? Now, I already know. My husband, per se, he gonna say that's the case. The case is women are not supposed to be like this. You should not be doing this. This is not woman-like. This is not what a, a wife is supposed to be doing. She should not be showing off her body. She should not be trying to seek attention. He's gonna see this as an attention seeking activity for sure okay it's not gonna it's not nothing getting around that i want to know do everybody feel this way or are you guys fucking reaching i have a juror that say fucking reaching some people are fucking reaching okay this is a nice little summer outfit she looked good she wanted to take a picture what the fuck is the problem okay i got one juror to say what is the problem you are definitely reaching okay i need you to call on in Tell me what you're thinking. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. All right, we're moving on to allegedly, which is one of my favorite subjects of the verdict. Allegedly. Allegedly, number one. Allegedly, what you do in your relationship is other people's concern. That's crazy. That's crazy. That what I do in my relationship or what you do in your relationship is somebody else's concern? Well, let me help you with that. <sighs> I was scrolling the internet and I found this. This lady said, married women don't be wanting to get a husband no pussy, but want to fight me when I do. Somebody actually wrote this shit. Somebody actually wrote this shit. They thought that this was sweet. They thought that that shit was appropriate. They thought that was cool. Okay. They thought that that was cool. It's a lot of bitches out here like that. That, that are uncouth. They're uncouth. They have no values, no morals, no integrity, no ethics. Mama ain't teach them shit. Daddy ain't there. Straight whores, okay? And if you think like this, you are a whore. Flat out. You are a whore. Because what I do in my relationship, whether I choose to get my husband pussy or we going through something or not, it's my husband. You have nothing to do with this relationship. All you lonely, single, retarded hoes out here who think that it's cool, fun, acceptable to fuck off on somebody else's husband it's not it's not and nine times out of ten you never win these ladies these side bitches nine times out of ten he never leaves his wife nine you gotta be a magnificent type of bitch and if you a side bitch you probably you not magnificent you on the side with it you not magnificent you used to be in second place all the time but the delusion that's set in with these side bitches is what really get me. Y'all let these men lie to y'all and tell y'all how they wives ain't shit and they wives ain't this and they wives ain't that. But they stay with their wives. They not willing to leave their wives for you. And then y'all repeat this shit. Y'all say stupid shit like, well, I don't know her. I don't got nothing to do with that. It don't matter to me. Well, if she was taking care of her man, then he wouldn't be looking for me. A lot of times these women is taking care of their men. A lot of times these women is doing everything they're supposed to be doing and these niggas still cheat, sis. You're not special, okay? You're not special. I'm sorry that your daddy didn't give you no attention. I'm sorry that your mama didn't give you no attention. But this ain't it, sis. This ain't it. 
This ain't it. All this is doing is causing you more trauma. You add more bodies to, the, to your list. You add more issues because he's going to leave your ass, okay? Whether she gives him pussy or she doesn't, that is not an excuse for you to interrupt what God has put together. Y'all retarded assholes that be thinking that this is it, that this shit is sweet, that this is cool, and y'all got your friends over there being like, oh, girl, fuck her. You don't know her. Shame on you bitches. Shame on you bitches because all y'all want to be married. Every last one of y'all want to be married. Every last one of y'all. And guess what's going to happen to you? You will reap it. You will reap it. So you around here, you fucking off on other people's husbands, and you think shit is sweet, you will reap it. A lot of times, a lot of y'all ain't going to never get no husband because this is your mentality. You play second fiddle. You play second fiddle. And it's on you. And it's in you. And men can feel that. Men can feel that second fiddle spirit that you bitches got. It's okay being number two. It's okay him coming in, fucking you, and leaving. Nigga can't never do nothing with you, can't never spend time with you, can't never be with you, can't be out in public with you, can't put you on Facebook, none of that shit. But you will go and say some dumb shit like this. Married women don't be wanting to give their husbands no pussy, but want to fight me when I do. Oh, yeah, bitch, you deserve that ass whooping because you think it's sweet. You think this shit is cute. Your mama ain't teach you a motherfucking thing. Okay? And I'm here to let you know. Some people ain't going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Y'all come to the verdict to get the verdict, to get the truth. Ladies, we got to start thinking more of ourselves. The reason these men treat us like shit is because we allow it. We allow it. It's too many women with this mindset right here. It's too many women who are okay being second fiddle. It's too many women who are okay being cum dumpsters. Okay? Ask yourself this. If the nigga really like you so much, why he ain't left her? Oh, let me think. Because they got too much stuff that they got in each other name. Because of the kids. Girl, bye. Girl, bye. When a man really wants you, he don't give a fuck about none of that. Let's clap it up for that. When a man really wants you, he don't give a fuck about none of that. He will leave her ass and them kids, honey, for his happiness. And just because he leave her don't mean that he really left his kids he might have left his kids physically he not in the home but he's still there those are excuses because he's lying to your stupid ass he's lying to you okay i just want to let every side bitch that's watching this know he's lying to you you're whoring yourself okay you are whoring yourself even if you think you winning you're not you're not you are bringing down the women integrity, the women empowerment movement. You are bringing it down. You are the reason why these niggas dog us out. You are the reason why they able to go out from this bitch and this bitch because all y'all legs is open. Nobody got standards. Nobody's saying, no, you married. What the fuck? Why are you talking to me? Bitches be so happy. He liked me. He said he loved me. How the fuck you in love with a married man? Bitches be in love with married men. Y'all know that, right? They be really believing that. Like, delusional. I want y'all to stop being delusional. That's what I want. I want that for you and me. Don't be delusional, sis. Your time is coming. God has something for you. Stop shitting on other people to make you feel good. That is an act of insecurity. A lot of you bitches is insecure. Insecure. Okay? And that's the verdict. I need y'all to call on in. 313-753-2696. If you want to talk to me about it, allegedly, what would you do? 
What would you do? What do you, allegedly, what you do in your relationship is other people's concerns. What you do in your relationship is other people's concerns. You really got bitches saying, oh, well, she wasn't taking care of her duties. Since she ain't take care of my took care of. Next, she need to take care of her man. Y'all be letting these niggas lie to (laughs) y'all. And I see it every single day. I see it all the time. These niggas be having their cake and eating it too. These men are winning out here. Because too many stupid ass broads is walking around with their self-esteem down here. So y'all allowing all this fuck shit. So that's why these niggas be thinking everybody with this fuck shit. And they not. Some women got morals. Some women gonna tell you, sir, exit left. This is not that party. If you, wanna be, if you don't want to be with your wife no more, divorce her. Then maybe we can talk. We can't talk right now. Oh, we separated. Uh-uh. 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 You're not going to fuck up my blessings, sir. <laughs> You're not going to fuck up my blessings. All right? That's my verdict. I need to know how y'all feeling about this. We quiet. I see people on here, but ain't nobody saying nothing. Y'all must be side bitches that's watching. Call on in and talk to me. Tell me what convinces you to feel so secure about fucking somebody else's husband. And then saying stupid shit like this. I remember back in the day when people used to be side bitches, mistresses. They hid. They were hidden. They wasn't excited to be this type of woman. They wasn't excited to have these type of characteristics. They knew what they was doing was some bullshit. They were shameful. They were embarrassed. Not you new bitches. You new bitches is out here. Y'all excited about this shit. This is a mess. Y'all breaking up black families and black homes. Men and women. Okay, it's unacceptable. Get your shit together, people. We move right on to allegedly number two. You guys can always call in and give your verdict anytime you can write it. Uh, Thank you so much, Antonio. Doc, I appreciate it. Just trying to help these women out, man. Somebody ain't teaching them shit. A lot of people ain't got their mom. A lot of people ain't got their daddy. They going through trial and error. Ain't nobody taught y'all shit. Y'all don't know how to be women. And y'all don't know how to be women of quality. That's the problem. We move right on. Allegedly number two. Allegedly, people do not trust their spouses. You see this everywhere. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) Every nine out of ten motherfuckers do not trust their spouses. People are living with people who they do not trust at all. I've been there many times before. It is very uncomfortable. It is the most uncomfortable shit ever. And I stand by, if you do not have trust for your mate, you have nothing. If you are in a relationship and you do not trust them, that relationship will dissolve. That relationship will be toxic. That relationship will bring you nothing but turmoil because you can't trust them. They don't trust you. You guys are operating out of fear. A lot of times when you operate in there, you're going to cheat. You're going to make tons of mistakes. You're going to do things that are unloyal, untrustworthy. Okay? Because you don't trust one another. A lot of times when you don't trust your mate, it leads you to do shit you wouldn't normally do. So why are you even with these type of people? I can tell you why I was with the person. I had hopes that they would change. I also was younger. Okay. I, also, I made so many mistakes when I was younger. And that's okay. Because you're going through life by trial and error. But when you get older, you should be learning from your mistakes. You should be wiser. You should have better decision making and critical thinking skills. Some of you bitches ain't got it. Y'all still going through, y'all have Murray every single day. It's like an episode of Murray every single day in y'all household because don't nobody trust each other. All right? So why did I say that? Because of this situation right here. Let me show y'all what the situation was. 
Um, dang, I, do I have it? It ain't here. But basically, uh, it was a topic about going in each other's phones. Okay, going in each other's phones. And I want to propose a question to you. Are you the type of woman or man that goes into your mate's phone? Has your trust gotten to you so much so that now you want to go through your mate's phone? Are you that type of person? If so, why? Why do you do these things? What does it do for you? I heard a quote one time that was like prolific, okay? And, and, and I'm going to stick by it. <laughs> I'm going to stick by this quote. It said, if you're not prepared to lead that nigga, let that nigga cheat in peace. Order in the court. Same for you men. Men, if you're not prepared to lead that young lady, let that lady cheat in peace. Don't come fucking up a good, beautiful day. It's 63 degrees outside. Don't come, don't come with that bullshit. Don't come waking me up out of my sleep and we're going to be together. Let me cheat in peace. Let him cheat in peace, sis. Y'all bitches be starting all this shit, looking for all this shit just to stay with the nigga. It's best that you didn't even look for the shit. You would have you looked a little bossier than knowing that your nigga cheating and still sticking with the nigga. That's crazy, don't you think? I just be want to know, what do y'all be thinking? Why do y'all think that going in somebody's phone is going to stop them from cheating? Why do you think you can control a motherfucker into loving you? Why don't you understand that a motherfucker is going to do what they want to do regardless? The only thing that's stopping somebody from doing these things is true love and respect for you. Motherfucker don't really love you, don't really respect you, it's over. They're going to do what they want to do. You can put a tracking device on their car. You can have a ring up. You can have cameras in your house. Bitch, he's still going to find a way to cheat. Okay? So going through his phone accomplishes nothing. If you feel that your man is untrustworthy and there's some shit up in his phone, you need to be doing some self-reflecting. You need to be asking yourself, why is I with this man? Write out a list. Write out some pros and some cons. What's the pros? What's the cons? I guarantee you it's going to be more cons than pros. Now, the question after you figure this out is, what the fuck are you going to do? Clap it up for yourself. <laughs> Ladies, I be wanting to know what y'all going to do. <laughs> Because the reality of it is y'all don't be doing shit. All y'all be doing is creating negativity within a relationship. All y'all be doing is creating issues within a relationship. All y'all be doing is starting shit. Because he not going to change and you know he not going to change. So why you, why you in that man's phone? Why you in that woman's phone? See, if you really cared about yourself, if you really loved yourself, you would leave. Any person that makes you feel insecure and they supposed to love you, any person that makes you feel like you can't trust them, they've given you reason to make you feel that they cannot trust you. They have not given you reassurance. Why are you with them? Why are you giving your body to them? Why are you wasting your time with them? Me? I thought that, that, I, thought that I could change the person when I was younger. I thought I could change the person. Silly rabbit. You can't change these people. And when you stay, even though they have done dirt, all you do is solidify that it's okay to hurt you. All you do is tell that man or tell that woman they can continue cheating, but now they just going to do it a little bit more cleverly. They're going to be a little bit more wise this time. They're going to cheat a little bit more better. Okay? But they're not going to stop. 
Because you already didn't set the, the foundation. You didn't already let them know. It's okay. All I'm going to do is holler a little bit, sleep on a couch, and then we back together. Dumb shit. I always, I always ask people, like, why do you go on people's phones? You know, that's my pet peeve, especially in my 30s. I'm a grown-ass woman. I'm a grown-ass woman. My mama and daddy did not whip me. Who the fuck do you think you are? You don't pay this phone bill. What makes you think that you can go on my phone without asking? Because all you got to do is ask. I'm grown as fuck. All you got to do is ask, Portia, can I see your phone? Absolutely, here you go. But to sneak in my phone? It's crazy because I'm grown as fuck. And that's my phone. And that's my business. And if you want to know my business, that's fine. I'll tell you it. But she is, you, I'm not a child. You can't just take control over my phone and my computer and all this shit and think that it's okay. That's not how this relationship go. You cannot chastise me as an adult. It's either I'm going to do right or I'm not. Motherfucker. And that's the stuff that y'all got to understand. And the same thing for men. Women, we are not their mothers. We are not their probation officers. Okay? <laughs> we not. We are their partners. We are their helpmeets. We are there to love on them, support them, be there for them. Right? He's there to lead, protect, provide. Okay? If they decide that they want to be elsewhere, you got to let them go. You got to let them go. Because that's stress on your life and stress on their life. And God forbid y'all got kids. It's stress on their lives because they're watching you. They're watching you. And not only that, but this is tearing down your self-esteem. You stand with somebody that you don't trust, it's tearing down your self-esteem. A lot of these women, they be going crazy. You can't even, a nigga can't even put on smell. He can't even wash his ass. Where you going? Oh, you washing your ass? Oh, you got a woman. Are you, are, you, are, you, are you putting on some smell goods for a bitch? Crazy shit. If you in this state, get out of it immediately. Immediately. Because you should want to be with somebody who loves you, shows that they love you, shows that they respect you. They know your worth so much so that they are not out here seeking validation and attention from nobody else. And the moment that you feel that way and you convey that message to them and they do nothing to try to reassure you, this is not the person for you. But I can assure you that going through their phone, trying to keep their whereabouts, trying to be their probation officer is going to create resentment. I can assure you that. I need y'all to call on in 313-753-2696. Tell me what you think. Am I wrong? Am I off? Am I wrong? Am I off? Fellas. How does that make you feel when a bitch go through your phone? Knowing she ain't going to leave you. <laughs> How does that make you feel? Call on in. Allegedly, black love is possible. This is allegedly number three. We talking about some good shit now. I want to go into some good things. I want to go into some love. Because when you look at society nowadays, they try to make you think that toxicity is lit. They try to make you think that being toxic is the thing to do. It's sweet. Okay, they want us to believe, especially in the black community, they want us to believe that we are not capable of having black love. They want us to believe that we will never find a husband. We will never find a wife. We will always have confusion in a black household. And it's not true. It's not true. And I'm so happy that you guys are watching the verdict tonight because I'm going to give somebody some hope. Stop listening to society. 
If this is how you feel, you got to get away from these people that you're around. You got to change your environment. If all you meeting is nothing-ass niggas, maybe you a nothing-ass woman. Maybe you have surrounded yourself around nothing-ass people. Maybe you, it's you. Fellas, if all you meeting is thought-ass, thought-to-tooly-ass bitches who always just want to take, 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 that's because you a thought-ass, thought-to-tooly-ass nigga who love tricking. It's your energy, okay? We so quick to point fingers, but we don't never take time to reflect on who we are and why we keep attracting these people. It's you. I guarantee it's you. You want to say all the, all the men in America ain't shit? No, baby. You ain't shit. Your mentality ain't shit. Your pussy ain't shit. The way you think ain't shit. Your morals ain't shit. And that's why you keep on attracting ain't shit men. Let me tell you something. This comes directly from experience. Okay? Experience. Y'all know I never sit here and say nothing about nobody or say nothing about something if I don't have experience. All right? I kept on meeting guys that was a kind of like beneath me. This is my path. You know, beneath, kind of beneath me. Like, they always needed something. They had a needy energy. And I was wondering, like, damn, why do I, I, I'm looking for a good man. I'm looking for a God-fearing man. I'm looking for a man of substance, of quality. But during that time, I was not of substance or quality. The reason I kept on meeting all these needy-ass men is because I gave off the energy I will do for you. I will help you. You have potential. I want to help you. I want to be Captain save That shit stopped. <laughs> when you're young, you do young shit. But when you're older, you get wise. That shit stopped. And so sometimes we have to look at ourselves. You got to change your environment. Well, once I changed my environment, I changed my mindset. I got closer to God. I started praying for the things that I wanted, but I also started being the person who I wanted. I start being a woman of quality. How the fuck you going to ask for a man of quality and you ain't a woman of quality? You out every single night drinking all the time, smoking weed, popping your ass, throwing your ass in a circle, got your titties out, ass out all the time. Man, you don't never wear nothing modest, cussing every single day, all day long. I love to cuss, but it's not all the time. You're ghetto, you're wretched, you're this, you're that, but you want a man of substance. That don't make sense. Soon as that man of substance see your ass, he's running out the fucking door, okay? You don't want to deal with that. So sometimes we got to change. This is coming from personal experience. I had to make the changes. And when I made the changes, I knew black love was possible because God allowed black love to come right into my life. Not one time, multiple times. The trajectory of my life changed once I changed as a woman. See, a lot of times we don't want to change, though. We want all of this shit, but we want to still be the old low-life-ass bitch that we been. We still want to give out our pussies to every time Dick and Harry, but think that somebody going to wife us. That's not how it goes. That's not how it goes. So now I know that black love is possible, and I want to tell y'all about it. I want to give a shout-out to Mr. LeBron James, okay, and his wife, Mr. Vanna James. This is remarkable. We have something to look up to. Him, Ice Cube, okay, Snoop Dogg, all right, Angela Bassett and her husband, Denzel Washington and his wife. There are a lot of black couples that have been together for decades, that have raised their families, that have respected one another, that have supported one another, 
that have loved one another. Have they been through some things? Absolutely. We're human. We're going to go through some things. But they chose to fight through it and love one another while doing so. You can always tell when you got a good woman and a good man because one of the people or both of the people in the relationship are progressing. Okay? You know she a good woman because she stood by this man and helped him become who he was. You know Michelle Obama is a good woman because she was able to stand by her man and help him become who he was. Barack said he could not have done it without Michelle. And vice versa. Vice versa. If I had a nothing-ass man, I couldn't do all these things that I'm doing because he'll be bringing me down. I'd be too stressed out. I had too many issues. I won't be able to focus on my purpose. When you don't have the right spouse, you can't focus on your purpose. This is what black love is about. Black love is not only about sex, having good sex. Black love is not only about being able to show your mate off. Black love is about how you and your mate make one another feel and what you guys can accomplish together. Okay? This is a successful couple. And I'm so happy to be able to see this because society, especially white America, they want us to believe that we are not worthy of black love. They want us to believe that we are not worthy of having families, successful families, families that that exuberate love to their children, to their spouses. That's what white America want us to believe. White America got us all in this feminist movement, which I understand. Feminism, I, I want equal pay too. But God damn it, I'm not so independent that I think that I'm better off without a black man. That's crazy. That's ludicrous. Order in the court. We have been bamboozled. We have been hoodwinked. Okay. I want you to know what you think is how you how you feel and how you begin to act. Start being more positive. Start surrounding yourself by more happy people, more people that's in love. That's how you attract those things. You can't be around a whole bunch of insecure ass, bitter ass women who's who talking about screaming out, fuck men, fuck men, and think you about to meet the love of your life. That's not how that works. You got to get around like-minded people, like-minded relationships, like-minded couples. This is why oftentimes when you get married, your single friends, you end up losing them because they still want to do single people shit. They don't want to respect your boundaries. They don't want to respect your relationship. They don't know shit about love. They ain't never had love. They ain't never felt love. They've been single. They out here. They want you to be out here with them. Okay, that's going to bring problems because a true friend and a real friend, they're going to be happy for you. Okay, they're going to pray for you. Okay, and they're going to want to be around you because they're going to want to attract that energy. All right, it's okay to hang out here and there, but all the time they're trying to get you to hang out when they know that you're in a relationship or in a court. That ain't your friend, that's your motherfucking enemy. We got to think up, we got to think up, and we have to start thinking wiser. Now, I'm going to tell y'all something. I listen to, I love reality TV, and I love Phaedra, okay? If you guys don't know Phaedra, Phaedra was on um, Atlanta Housewives originally, and now she's on Potomac. Now, when she was on Atlanta Housewives, her husband, which was Apollo Nida, he ended up getting into some trouble with the law. She is an attorney, okay? During his time of getting in in trouble with the law, instead of her staying with her husband, she thought it was best to cut ties with him because they were going through some things on top of her being a lawyer. She didn't want to jeopardize her 
her job. She didn't want to drop it to jeopardize her livelihood. She was making most of the money. They have two children. And so there were people around her that were saying that's the right thing to do. All right. Now, fast forward, she's. She's single. She, she doesn't have a husband. He has got since then served his time, got out of prison. He has a wife because it's always easier for a man to get a woman. It's always easier. It's like nine bitches to one man. Okay. So I'm telling you, ladies, when you got a good man, you better hold on tight to him. Stop listening to these hoes. You better hold on tight because it's somebody waiting in line to jump them bones. Okay. So fast forward. Now she's on Potomac. And on Potomac, there was a moment where two of the couples, they were facing divorce. But the circle of friends pushed them to stay together. They prayed for them. They pushed them to stay together. They talked to them constantly. They was there for them. They supported them. Now, one of them said divorce. So now that Phaedra is on this new show, these were her words. She said, you know, if I was around this group of friends, maybe my fate would have been different. She said, maybe I wouldn't be divorced. But I, I didn't. I, so her environment contributed to her decision. Her environment contributed to her decision. The people who were around her contributed to her thinking, to her actions. This is why it is imperative that you watch the company you keep. Okay? You watch the company that you keep. Because had she been around some positive women, some positive relationships, some relationships who were destined and, and diligent about being together, working through, she would have had people in her corner say, baby, don't leave him. I know it's hard right now, but you can get through this. You can do that. You can get through it. Okay? Sometimes it's a, it's a choice of life and death with the people that you're around. These people can bring you life or these people can bring you death. And that's why it's important for you to watch it. So now we see black love is possible. It's possible. Don't allow the hurt that you have felt from one person to stop you from believing in love. But it's going to take some work. You got to do some work. You got to change you. You got to do better. And once you do them things and you focus on God and you pray more and you get yourself together and you focus on your purpose, your happiness, your true love, will be right there. And that's the verdict. Order in a court. <laughs> we talking today. We talking today. I'm going to give you the real. Black love is possible. Don't let nobody tell you that it ain't. All right? Make sure y'all comment, call on in if you need to call on in. 313-753-2696. We talking about a gang of shit. We about to get into the nitty gritty. We going through these things. We're going into allegedly number four. Allegedly, number four, allegedly, tax preparers are the new scammers. I know you fucking lie. Tax preparers are the new scammers. These hoes getting off. I'm telling you right now, if you got your arm folded like this, bitch, I ain't coming to you. It's over. Every scamming tax preparer got their arms folded. Don't trust them hoes. You know it's a scam. You know your tax preparer a scammer when she only do taxes during tax season. You don't see that bitch no other time but these little couple months during tax season. Baby, you don't work all year? You don't got clients that need help with their bookkeeping and this and that? Scammers. Now, I'm going to tell y'all some shit that happened to me. I'm going to name the people. 
I hope if y'all know these people, y'all tag their ass, okay? I'm trying to be respectful. But if you know the bitch, tag her, okay? Because I am not going to allow people like this in the community to continue to do our people wrong. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And the thing about it is, who going to check me, boo? Order in the court. I ain't seen a bitch yet that can check me. This is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So let's talk about it. This young lady right here is a scammer. Her name is Terica Lee. Might even be Veronica Lee. I done had so many goddamn names, I don't know. Her company is called Royal T Tax Services. She's a scammer. Once again, her name is Terica Lee. She is a scammer, okay? Now, let me tell you the situation that occurred. I guess she was getting people back money. They say that she was um, creditable, okay? Found out from her from a job that I was at. My husband told me about her. We said we would go to her. Many people had went to her. They had success. Now, prior to her, I have been going to H&R Block. They charge a lot of money, but I've been going to H&R Block because I don't, I don't want to be scammed. I got two businesses, and I don't, I don't have time to be playing with the IRS. I've been in business for over 10 years. I've never had an issue, not one time. I do things the correct way. I, am, I don't play with the government, okay? I work hard. I have my jobs. I don't play with the government, and I don't scam people out of their money. I don't like shit quick and easy and quick and fast. I went to her because I thought she was a professional, a tax professional, okay? Now, her, myself and my husband went to this young lady. She is located out of town. She's not even here, okay? We sent in all the documents. I had an itemized uh, list of things, of, of my expenses, of the money that I made, the money that I lost. Okay, she did my taxes. My issue was I did not review my taxes. When she sent them back, I didn't really review them because I felt that she was a tax professional. She would do the correct thing. Plus, on top of it, I was so busy. But that's my fault. She taught me a lesson. She taught me, I don't give a fuck how busy you is. You don't trust not in a name. I don't give a fuck if they went to Harvard Law School. Don't trust they ass. Everything, anything that you sign, you read. I know it's a whole bunch of documents. I know it's a whole bunch of documents, but you got to read through this. This is some serious shit, okay? Um, be okay, so we send our shit in, me and my husband. Months going by, not, not weeks, months. We still ain't got no money or nothing, okay? We ain't heard nothing. Now we get a letter from the government talking about fraudulent activity. Fraudulent activity? Hold on, wait a minute. What you mean fraudulent activity? I gave this lady all my paperwork. It should be no fraudulent activity. I look over my paperwork and his paperwork. This bitch didn't put a fuel tax on me and his business. He got an apparel business. I got a health and wellness business, bitch. Why do we need fuel? Not only did she put a fuel tax on there, the bitch put the fuel tax on there for $15,000. Order in the court. I can't make this shit up. I cannot make this shit up. I can't make this shit up. Okay? This lady put a fuel tax on both of our businesses for $15,000. She, she had on there that we was going to pay her 
$4,000. Now that's absurd. But she counting our pockets. She putting in these, these fake ass credits so that she can get money back, right? So, of course, the government is like, you got an apparel business. What the fuck you need fuel for? These fuel taxes are for companies that have, like, trailers, that drive. We don't do any of those things. Okay? Then $15,000? Shit is crazy. This is what you call a scammer. This is why she's able to get you back all of this money. Because she's putting credits and tax on your, your paperwork that you did not know about. That you did not okay for her to do and getting you in trouble. Now, for the first time in 10 years, I got a red motherfucking flag on my taxes talking about some fraudulent that I got to go to a real tax professional, pay additional monies, file a complaint against this hoe because she definitely got a complaint that filed against her. I don't give a fuck how fat her ass is, how pretty her smile is, how long her hair is. She's a scammer. That lady right there is a scammer. Her name is Terrica Lee. She's a scammer. She don't give a fuck about how she does business. She don't give a fuck about if she ruins your name or if you get in trouble by the, the government. She's just trying to get a quick dollar. See, that was my fault. That was our fault for trusting these people. But it's taught us you have to read and do research when you're dealing with these tax preparers. Half of these hoes don't know shit. Okay? Half of these hoes don't know shit. They didn't went on chat GTP. They didn't went on some type of AI site. They didn't had these AI sites make them some credit modules. They didn't rented out fake houses and fake cars. They didn't put on their finest, got their makeup done, took their little pictures, and now they a tax professional. Get the fuck up out of here. Get the fuck up out of here. These hoes are scamming. Left and right, okay? Now, from this situation, I had to find me a good tax preparer. Her name is Tobina. She's right here in the city of Detroit, okay? Certified credentials does work the right way. I brought her my taxes and my husband's taxes, and she was appalled. Appalled. She was like, I cannot believe that this lady did this. I cannot believe that this lady put $15,000 of fuel and you do fitness. Yeah, you was going to get red flagged. You was going to get red flagged. She explained everything in detail to me. She helped me understand all of the laws. We did a complaint affidavit against this young lady because this is fraud. I did not. I was not okay with this. I was not aware of this. I did not tell you to put a fucking fuel tax on my shit. Okay. I had to go, I had to pay additional monies. Okay. If y'all looking for somebody, go to service first with Tobina. Okay. She knows what she's doing and she's going to explain every single thing to you to the point where in layman turn, you're going to be able to understand it. I should have went to her first, but this is a learning experience. I'm still learning. As long as you live and you still learning. But I want to tell somebody right now, if somebody is telling you that you can get back this and you can get back that, you need to be cautious of them. Because the government does not play about their money. They do not play about their money. And one thing about me and two things for sure, I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell the truth, whole truth, and nothing but the truth every single time, baby. When that government come, 
Baby, I'm telling on you like nobody's business. I'm giving your full name, your address. I'm showing documents. Bitch, I am not saving you at all. At all. That's why I tell people, do not do shit fraudulent around me. Because I'm telling. If it's me or you, bitch, I am ratting you out. I don't give a fuck about no street code. I don't give a fuck about none of that. Because if you cared about me, you wouldn't have done whole shit. Okay? It's a lot of reputable tax companies. Do your research. I got my girl on here, comedian Stellana McBride. She has a tax company. Make sure to check these people out. Don't just sign for shit. Because at the end of the day, when the government come for you, they come for you. Because if you signed on the dotted line, you saying you saw this. You saying that you read this. Ignorance is not an excuse of law. Ignorance is not an excuse. You got to do your due diligence. So this is a reputable, I'm telling y'all right now from the judge's mouth. Tobina at service first here in the city of Detroit. She is reputable. She knows her shit. I trust her. I still read over it, but I trust her. This, this fraudulent bitch right here. Oh no, ma'am. Oh no, ma'am. And then I go on her page and she living swell. I bet you she is. Cause she around here putting $15,000 fuel tax credits on businesses that don't have shit to do with goddamn fuel. And then they so stupid. They think they wiser than the government. You think that that one going to send off a red flag? $15,000, I ain't never got back that much money. Baby, I make too much money. Hence, when I went to Tobina, I owe $2,000. I'm not getting back a motherfucking dime. I owe $2,000. I'm out of the tax bracket to be receiving back money. But because this motherfucker wanted her $4,000, she decided she was going to put a fuel credit of $15,000 on my taxes. Shame on you. I'm so happy that I, I went to Tobina. I'm so happy that we were able to file that complaint against her. I'm so happy. I cannot wait till they come down on this young lady because this was an experience for me. I still ain't, I, I just got my taxes together from last year. So now I owe from them and then I got to pay for this year. That's $4,000. All because you wanted to be a scammer. Okay. So like I said, if y'all know this young lady, please make sure y'all tag her. Terica Lee on, on Facebook. That's her name. Her, her company is called Royal with a T services. Okay. Tell her I sent you. Tell her we're exposing her today. Okay. It took a little time, but it's, it's time. It's tax season. And I don't want not a damn another person to be bamboozled by the bitch with the eyelashes. And that's my verdict order in a court all right y'all we moving right along if you got something to say please call on in 313-753-2696 we about to talk about some things that's gonna shake shit up a bit i'm ready to shake shit up yeah i'm ready to shake some shit up okay I'm ready to shake your shit up. Because the reality of who going to check me, boo? <laughs> when you got your own shit, you able to do what you want to do. And I always tell people this. When you fuck over the judge or when we have any encounters that are not pleasing to me, you will be a subject on the verdict. <laughs> we will talk about it. Okay. 
We will talk about it. All right. So we're going right into our last segment of tonight. And the last segment of tonight is called Judge and Jury. I am the judge and you are my jurors. And you guys are welcome to call on in and give me your verdict. The verdict is, the number is 313-753-2696. All right. Why is there so much drama and hate in the community of comedy? Why? Why is there so much drama and hate in the community of comedy? This is sadding. This is disheartening to me. Specifically because I'm in the community. I am a comedian. I love comedy. I love making people laugh. And prior to me becoming a comedian, I thought that these people were happy and joyful. I mean, isn't that what it takes to be a comedian? Apparently not. 92% of these motherfuckers are miserable. Okay? Miserable. And their self-esteem start in hell. Okay? They can't be happy for people. They constantly hating on people. They constantly sneak dissing. They constantly spearing out negativity. They constantly on bullshit. And it bothers me. Because if you know me, I'm an authentic type of person. I'm real. When I come, I come in love. I come in happiness. I'm joyful. Anybody who know me know I'm joyful. I'm full of happiness. So when you come with that dark cloud with all that hate and that weird ass energy, it bothers me. And it's everywhere in the comedy community, not just here in Detroit, everywhere. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, we're going to talk about it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, we're going to talk about it right now. Okay. Mike Epps, one of my favorite comedians. I'm talking about my favorite comedians. He got into it with Club Shay Shay. You got Donnell Rawlings. He into it with Corey Holcomb. Corey Holcomb say that Donnell Rawlings, his comedy mild. He ain't say that he ain't a he ain't, he he not funny. He just said that his comedy is mild. Those were his words verbatim. Okay. All right. You got people saying that they you got other comedians out here saying that they did not enjoy. Mr. Donnell Rawlings, New Day Netflix that came out February 27th. You got people saying that they did not enjoy Mike Epps. I'm ready to sell out Netflix. It seems like nobody is happy for nobody. It seems like everybody always got some fuck shit to say. Now, in all honesty, to be honest, in my opinion, I love Mike Epps. He's my favorite. We all know Mike Epps is funny. Nobody can say that Mike Epps is not funny. What we can say is Mike Epps has not been doing his big one lately. Okay? He just hasn't. I feel like Mike Epps is older. He's giving other people opportunities. He's not going as hard in the paint as he normally does. But he's still a funny guy. You still going to laugh. Right? But, of course, you got the haters. And you got people saying he not funny. What y'all think? Now, I watched Donnell Rawlings' New Day Netflix yesterday. And I laughed. I laughed from the beginning to the end. Was I laughing hysterically? No. But I laughed from the beginning to the end. He, he caught my attention and he kept my attention. I can see why he has a Netflix special. Okay? He's polished. He has real jokes. You can tell that he has creativity. He's, he has thought through these jokes. He wasn't up there just bullshitting like a lot of these comedians. A lot of these comedians do not even have a set. All they doing is talking shit. The same thing that your uncle do 
at family reunions. Is that talent? Is it really talent? Do you want to pay for a motherfucker just to talk shit for an hour? Mm, I don't know. Not me, personally. I want to hear some motherfucking jokes. But for people to just flat out say he not funny, I feel like that's hating. Honestly, comedy is subjective. What's not funny to you is funny to somebody. What's funny to you is not funny to somebody else. It's subjective. But the problem is, it's too many comedians coming out talking about other comedians. That's what's aggravating to me. Because y'all so focused on other motherfuckers that y'all ain't doing y'all big ones. How can you come out and say this man ain't funny? Or Mike Epps ain't funny. When you not funny. Order in a court. You not funny. I don't know if nobody's ever told you, but you're not funny. 92% of these comedians who act like they be rocking and have no humility, they're not funny. They're not funny. I don't know what else to say. Okay? A lot of these comedians lack humility like a motherfucker. I never come out and say I'm funny. I say your favorite funny girl because that's just the title. But I, but when I do a comedy show, you will never see me say, I killed that bitch, I shut it down, I'm super fucking funny, even if that's how I feel, because I'm humble. What you'll see is I had a great time, it was a great set, everybody did a great job, we did that thing. But I'm never super cocky about my comedy because comedy is subjective. And not only that, when you are super cocky about your comedy, it brings attention to yourself. It brings attention to yourself. And then it makes people start nitpicking because you acting like you just so this and that. I even hate when people say the hilarious judge miles or this girl, she's super funny. I hate when they say that because what if I'm not funny to y'all? See, it's better to just come out humble and then hit you with the laughter where people are like, damn, I didn't know she was going to be funny. Then being like, oh, yeah, I'm funny. I'm funny in the motherfucker. You ain't know I'm funny? Oh, yeah, I kill shows. I kill that. You will never hear me say that. You will never hear me say that. You will never hear me say that. Because the part of the humility in me is what keep me grounded, is what keep me going, what keep me focused, what keep me motivated. If you think about it, a lot of these people who do not have any humility, who think that they are the funniest motherfucking in the world and ain't nobody fucking with them and they just this and that, these people ain't really went nowhere for real. They ain't really went nowhere for real. Because that, that sometimes that cockiness will stop you from attracting the right people, the right opportunities, all that shit. Now, I say that to say this. We all know that Corey Holcomb is funny as hell. Nobody can sit up, nobody on no show, on no day can say Corey Holcomb is not funny. Corey Holcomb is funny. He's actually one of the funniest people doing comedy right now. The issue I have with Corey Holcomb is that Corey Holcomb claims he's a beast, okay? So much so that he can talk about other people's comedy and he can deem them mild or not funny or this or that. So I watched Corey Holcomb's last two shows. There were constant laughter through the crowd. Constant. I mean, they laughed every single time. But the reality of it is he was funny, but he was not beast mode funny. See, when you start, when you say these things about yourself, then that, that draws attention to you. Now a person is looking. Let me see. Is he really a beast? Let me see. Is he really, is he really doing shit like that? 
And in my personal opinion, my husband said he was a beast. In my personal opinion, I ain't see beast mode. I saw a good ass comic, but I didn't see beast mode. Okay. Not to the point where the way he talked, he talked like he's shutting down every single comedian that is doing comedy right now. And I don't know if that's true. I do know that he's funny and he will, he will make you work. But I don't know if he is the funniest. I don't know. I need to know what y'all are thinking. Okay. I need to know what y'all are thinking. All of this is crazy. I seen somebody that said that comedy should not be competitive. Comedy should be a sport where you are networking. That's not true. I do not agree with that. Comedy is competitive. Friendly competitiveness is good. It's good. It makes you work, right? The problem is when people begin to get disrespectful. The problem is when people get become out of control with it. The problem is when you when you constantly worrying about me more than you worrying about your fucking self. That's the problem. Too many of these comedians ain't got shit else going for themselves but comedy. You can tell because all day on Facebook, that's all the fuck they talking about. That's all the fuck they talking about. It's comedy all day long. And what other people doing and how other people this and this that. Y'all got shit else to do. Always negative. Can't lift nobody up. Don't want to get nobody no resources. Don't want to love on your fellow comedians. Always hating. How does that make y'all feel when y'all haters like that? Like, what does that do to y'all? Do that make y'all horny? Like, do that get y'all wet? Like, I just want to know, what is the deal? Would it truly hurt you to say, good job, Donnell Rawlins? Good job, Mike F. Good job, Monique. Good job. A lot of these people who claiming that people ain't funny are not funny themselves, especially here in the city of Detroit. Now let's talk about specifically here in the city of Detroit. I am on my positivity, but I am so sick of the comedians in the city of Detroit. I'm sick of them. Not all, but a lot of them. I'm sick of them. They have so much drama that it is interrupting our purpose. The purpose is to make others laugh. You should be so engulfed in your purpose that you don't have time to worry about other people. But for some reason, these bum-ass comedians stay worried about the next motherfucker. Stay worried about what they getting, who they, what stages they on, how they got there. Okay? Gossiping, talking about people behind their back. Everybody fucking beefing. Everybody. People calling to get people taken off the shows after they didn't did whole shit. They stay doing whole shit. People taking money out of people's pockets. People lying on people. All type of shit. And the question I be want to ask a motherfucker is, why? What does that do for you? Let me tell y'all about me specifically. There has been two incidents in 2024. Two incidents in 2024 that has really had me scratching my fucking head, okay? And what I don't understand about the comedian world or anybody in that, as far as that's concerned, is why they think that they can come bothering me and I ain't going to say shit. Y'all already know that. I don't turn the other cheek. Now, this year I'm trying. I'm trying very hard. But for the most part, I'm going to invite to smoke if that's what you want. 
Now, earlier, because well, it's only, only in, what, February. So I guess this was January. January, I get my boy, Ugly Jason. He like, uh, these is his top five comedians, right? Now, I got to speak on this because it bothered me. It aggravated me, and it happened. Is it over? Yeah. Was it some fuck shit? Absolutely. So I'm going to speak on it. So he lists me as one of his top comedians. I'm telling you, y'all, I cannot make this up. You would think that people would be like, good job, keep going. I ain't never got nobody. This is my first time ever getting listed as a top comedian by any fucking body. I was honored. I was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. But I couldn't even enjoy that moment because here come a hating ass bitch in the comments. It was hating ass niggas, too. But this comment spoke loudly, okay? Fellow comedian, hating, hates often, throws rocks and hide the hands. I don't like people like that. I don't like people like that. Go up underneath my time, underneath timeline that my name is connected to, talking about fuck who you think is your top five and blah, blah, blah. Cause drama on, on, it, on it, took away from the positivity. Then, when I uploaded it and spoke about it, they came into my inbox. They apologized. They told me that they did not, you know, mean it like that. It was not like that. They were joking, even though there was no LOL. There were no laughter. There was none of that. I chose to sweep it under the rug, but it aggravated me because right after that, here come another comedian. My name is attached to something. Okay. And here they come. Somebody say, this would be a dope ass lineup. They put me on the lineup. Here come another hating ass comedian with my name connected to it underneath. Instead of saying positive things, here comes some hate. Why do I got to be like that? Oh, it's only three headliners. Now, it was about five people that they named. I'm one of them. You only named three headliners, so who going to headline? And we need to also add this person and this person to the list so we can bring back real comedy when comedy was funny. So if you do deductive reasoning, what she basically is saying is the people that's on here ain't funny. Mind you, I've never seen her comedy, nor do I give a fuck to see her comedy. But I can bet you nine times out of ten she ain't fucking with me. Now, I hate to be this person, but sometimes you got to boss up on a bitch. I bet you I can bet my last dollar we can go toe-to-toe on the stage and she ain't fucking with me. But thought that it was necessary, thought that it was okay, thought shit was sweet to comment with my name on it. I don't understand why y'all do that because I don't come fucking with y'all and I don't know why y'all come fucking with me. And I don't know why y'all think when y'all come fucking with me that I'm not supposed to say nothing. Ain't no pussy here. Ain't no pussy in my blood. If you won't smoke, I'm going to give it to you. But what y'all really end up doing is showing how big of haters y'all are. Y'all are some fucking haters, and it ain't nothing else to say. You can lie and act like you ain't mean it. You can lie and act like you ain't. It wasn't like that, but you're a fucking hater. You can tell you're a fucking hater by the way you behave constantly. It's not just with me. Other comedians have this same fucking story about you or the people that you around. Why is that? Why can't you be happy for other people? Why is that? Why is your, why when your name is a part of something, you always connected to negativity? Why is that? And like I said, ain't nobody going to check me. Nobody. 
Who gonna check me, boo? Because what I'm talking about is real shit. People be knocking on my door with bullshit, and then when I answer, now they want to say I'm the problem. No, no, I'm gonna give you what the fuck you came for. I'm gonna give you what the fuck you came for. You can't, nobody cannot say not one time have I went and hated on not one comedian in this fucking game. Whether I like you or don't like you, I have supported you. I have shared people's shit. I have rooted these hoes on. But these hoes continue to hate on me. Let me tell y'all something right now. Y'all wasting y'all fucking time. Because I'm God's child. I'm God's child. And I'm the people's champ. They love me. They love it here. They love the authenticity of the judge. They love my energy. They love that I'm a girl's girl. They love the self-esteem that I have. I don't be trying to bring bitches down. That's not my thing. I'm trying to help people. Everything I do, everything I'm about is about helping people for real, not for fake. I don't sneak this, people. I don't do those things. If I got a problem with you, I'm coming to you. And the last thing I'm going to do is when I'm caught, play pussy. If y'all going to say shit, stand in it. If y'all going to do fuck shit, stand in it. What's up, Juicy? Yeah, share this. Because sharing is caring. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Don't apologize. Change your actions. Change your character. And then maybe you will start winning. You wonder why so many of these comedians been doing comedy longer than I fucking been alive and still ain't made it nowhere. Your character sucks. Who you are as a person sucks. I didn't do it, sis. Okay? I didn't do it. It ain't my fault that your career not where it's supposed to be. I did nothing to you people. All I did was come in the game and, and focus on myself and make a lane for myself. And anybody that got a problem with it, fuck you. Okay? It's the last time I'm going to address it. It's the last time I'm going to address it. I don't need the fake love. If you don't like me, stay the fuck away from me. If you don't fuck with me, stop showing up to my shows to steal my motherfucking material. Because that's all y'all be doing. And then playing like, oh, you say that? Yeah, yeah, that's my shit. But okay. I'm sick of it. And I'm not willing to play this fake-ass game that you fake-ass comedians continue to play. I'm just not. Daryl Earl, what we're talking about today is all of the drama in the comedy world. We're talking about all of the drama, and I'm bringing it to the light. First, we talked about the, com the drama that's happening in the comedy world that's outside of Detroit. And now we're talking about shit that's happening in the comedy world that's pertaining specifically to me and what I'm seeing from others. It don't matter how much you try to be positive, how much you root for others. For some reason, in this comedy world, the hate is real. People are not happy for others. People are not cheering other people on. I don't know why. That's not the type of person that I am. I cheer everybody on. I try to help everybody. I try to love on everybody. I try to support everybody. But when it comes to me, it's always some fuck shit going on. And then y'all expect me to be the better person. No, 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 no. We're going to talk about this right here on my show. The verdict. I'm on your ass. Now, here's my last warning to the community. I'm not those people. I'm going to bring you what you want. I'm not going to allow you to throw rocks and hide your hands. If my name is connected to some shit and you in the comments hating, we're going to talk about it. Okay? 
And, and, and I prefer that you stand on it instead of acting like that's not what I meant. When it was clear as day, that's what you meant. Negativity. Always bringing some negativity. Why is that? Sometimes y'all got to do some self-reflecting and y'all got to ask yourself, why do y'all do this? What is it about, what, what are y'all missing? What kind of voices in y'all lives that y'all thrive off of hating, speaking negatively, doing fuck shit? And you wonder why y'all can't get yourselves together. Why y'all lives be crumbling in front of y'all fucking faces. Because God don't bless no mess. God don't bless no mess. Y'all doing fuck shit. Y'all taking money out of people's pockets. Behind the scene, doing fuck shit. God don't bless no mess. And I'm here to tell you, I see it. I see you. Now, I pray to God that shit change. I'm trying to change. This year, I'm trying to change. I'm extending olive branches to people. I'm trying to love on people. I'm trying to do things for the comedian community. I'm trying to be the change that I want to see. But y'all got to cut this shit out. Y'all got to cut this shit out, okay? I don't know if y'all need to get on y'all knees and pray. I don't know if y'all need some more self-esteem. I don't know if y'all need to get an additional job so y'all can stop being broke as fuck, so y'all can stop worrying about other people. I don't know what it is, but do something. Because the hating, the negativity, it does not look good on you. It does not look good on you. Now, on a positive note, because I'm a positive person, (laughs) the judge... Every time they hate on me, guess what happened? I blew up. (laughs) God so good. God so good. I was just sitting on my couch. I got me a call. Hey, we want (laughs) to. You got this weekend. You've been putting in work out here. We see you. Okay. We see you. Guess what? Guess what, y'all? Punchline, the judge, the verdict, my own comedy special, March 8th and March 9th, all positivity, all love. I'm welcoming everyone. I want to be in a different state with you guys. I don't want to beef with y'all, okay? I don't want to have to chew y'all asses up and spit y'all asses out. I want to be okay, but I'm not going to go for fuck shit, y'all, okay? So I'm welcoming everybody. It is hosted by Mike Larry. If you don't know him, shame on you. One of the hottest in the city, okay? One of the best impressions for Judge Mathis, okay? He is hosting me. He doing me a solid because Mike Larry is a headliner, sweetie. <laughs> but he's going to host for the judge. Thank you so much, Mike. Thank you for not being above it all. Because you got some people who, oh, I don't do that. Oh, I'm a headliner. All this fuck shit. Thank you, Mike, for having humility, Okay. Thank you for being on this ticket with me. Four shows. I need to see all my people there. The judge is in the building. Y'all about to get the Miles experience. I am a headliner, contrary to what any fuck nigga or fuck bitch got to (laughs) say. Hello? (laughs) And it's happening. And these type of things happen because I'm doing the work. I ain't worried about people. I ain't hating on people. I ain't doing no negative shit. I'm loving on people and loving on myself, and I'm in my purpose. I could give less than a damn about what these people got to say. You know, these people try to tell me originally, they try to scold me about my raunchiness. Guess what? My comedy is real raw and raunchy and the people love it. Order in the court. The people love it. So y'all think I give a fuck about what y'all comedians think? Y'all ain't nobody. 
the people has spoken. They love it. Okay. What if I would have listened to them comics that came up to me in the beginning? Oh, you cuss too much. Oh, this and that. Oh, it's too raw. What if I would have changed who I was to appease you motherfuckers? I'm so happy that I'm securing myself. I'm so happy that I stand 10 toes down on what I believe and what I'm going to do. I'm so happy that what y'all think of me and how y'all feel does not move the judge. We got real confidence over here. Okay. Not only that, but me and my girl, Keish, the comedian Keish, we going on tour, bitches. So y'all going to be mad about that, too. Y'all going to have some more to talk about. We going on tour. The real raw and raunchy tour, okay? Just want to let y'all know that. I'm spilling all the tea. We're not focused on y'all. We too focused on ourselves. Order in the court. You got to stay positive. That's the only way that you make room for your blessings to come in. Your blessings to come in. Confident women don't hate. We ain't got time to hate. We too busy on our purpose. You think I got time to hate on a bitch? I'm in my doctoral program. In two years, y'all will be calling me Dr. Judge Miles. Fuck y'all talking about. You think I got time to participate in petty bullshit from these petty-ass comedians? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. This is why I don't have time. I'm too busy. I'm a fiancé. <laughs> I'm in corporate America. <laughs> I have businesses. <laughs> I ain't got time to be talking about, about nobody behind their back, worrying about nobody else's business. I'm booked and busy ordering a court. And... I wish nothing but peace and blessings on you all. I want it. I want this all for you guys. I want you to focus so much on yourself that you don't have no time to focus on nobody else and what they doing. I need y'all to get the hustle and flow like Mr. Mike Chase got. I need y'all to have that type of hustle. Okay? Get it out the mud. Motherfucker ain't doing for you. You ain't crying about it. You making your way. But y'all don't know about that. Everybody want a handout. Everybody want... Everybody wants the spotlight. Can't nobody be proud for nobody else. Your time coming. Your time coming. Your time might have already came. It's our turn now. And it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Okay? So now that I didn't say that, make sure y'all come to the show. I cannot wait, y'all. I am writing new material. It's going to be some old material in there, too, because in case y'all don't know, don't come to the judge show and expect not to hear no old material, but y'all go to all these celebrities and hear the same motherfucking show every single time and pay $200. I don't want to hear that shit. Come with positivity and come with love. We got new jokes on the table. I've been writing all fucking week, but y'all going to hear some of that old shit because that's part of being a comedian. Okay. It's part of being a comedian. That's just how it go. All right. All right. Give me some grace the way y'all give the celebrities graces. Because I can tell you a lot of these celebrities sets verbatim. They don't change up shit. And they still getting 200 300 400 500 So give me that same grace. All right? All right, y'all. Also, make sure y'all pick up my husband's book. We are in Barnes & Noble as well as Amazon. This book is specifically for men, but it helps women as well. It is called Alpha Diaries, The Keys to Being a Self-Sufficient Man and Leader in a Relationship, Volume 1 by Kyrie M. Beckham. That's my man. Award-winning author. This book has won an award thus far, and we are so happy. It's only $20, and it's changing lives. Please make sure to support this. Please, please, please. We have come to the end of the verdict. I hope 
hope you guys had a beautiful time. I hope that you understood the message. The message of this is be positive. Fake it till you make it. Even if you're in a bad state, even if you feel low, even if you're going through shit, do not project that shit on other people. We did not do it to you. Whatever you're going through. And I promise you, if you just have a positive spirit, if you just continue to walk in love, walk by faith, God will bless you. God will, your time will come. The blessings will come in. You don't got to hate on nobody else. You don't got to do fuck shit. It's not becoming. It's not cute. It does not look good. This go for men and women. Fellas, you look like a bitch when you do these things. Men do not behave like this. Men do not have all of this emotion. Real men are not this fucking emotional. All the emotion that y'all showing in this comedian world is beyond me. Y'all got to cut this shit out. We got to do better. We got to uplift each other. For me to uplift you does not take money out of my pocket. For me to share your post and say, go see this person on this night, even if I got a fucking comedy show. It does not take anything out of my pocket. It's okay. I'm still winning. Why you winning? We can win together. Okay? All right? Very good. Now that we got that out the way, it's another episode of The Verdict. You guys, I have had a wonderful time. I cannot wait to see you next Thursday. We have changed the day of The Verdict. It is no longer on Tuesday. It is on Thursday at 7 p.m. Thursday. Please make sure to tune in. Until next time.